And now it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, A Surprise for All Concerned. After our three weeks of rather hectic activity during the kidnapping case, I was very, very happy to settle down for a little peace and quiet. I was enjoying the afternoon at our little house all the way up the next block in Cincinnati. And um, I should think that Sparky would be enjoying the restful relaxation as well, but um, he was a little bit edgy. Come join us now for today's episode, and you can tune in. Big John and Sparky. Sparky, sit up straight in your chair. Yeah, okay. What's the matter with you? How come you're so restless? Oh, I don't know. Just nothing to do. What do you mean, nothing to do? You have your homework finished? Yeah. We didn't have much today. Well, why aren't you out playing with the boys in your club? Why aren't you in the back in your clubhouse shack in Wobbledings Woods? Well, all by myself. What? Mackie and Rabbit Ears and Charlie, Hennessy Q and Isidore Z, Smoogity Boogity, Smiling Sam and Globby, all had to stay in after school this afternoon. Joe Rappaport had to go downtown with his mother. Bernfield Hennicrow was out in his father's farm. Biggie McGleek went to the dentist. Plus, well, Hutchins Tucker has to stay with Hutchins' little brother. Well, if none of your friends were available, how about reading a book? Yeah. I don't feel like reading. Boy, it sure is quiet around here lately. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens? My goodness, we were just up to our ears in a kidnapping case. The widow Dilly was kidnapped, and she's still in the hospital from the shock, and you say nothing ever happens? Well, I know, but I mean, nothing has happened around here since the kidnappers were caught. Well, thank goodness for that. Yeah, I know, but a guy like that will excite me once in a while. Well, the doorbell's ringing. Maybe that's your excitement. If you want excitement, go answer the doorbell. Go on, hop yeah. short. Yeah, all right. And by the way, if it's another one of those salesmen selling non-skinned can openers, tell them we don't want any. Well, there's a rash of salesmen around this place. Every time I turn around, somebody's asking me to buy something. They got something in the living room. Oh, sounds like I'm getting company. I wonder if it's Yuki. <laughs> I knew he wouldn't stay locked, angry with us very long just because Sparky played him a little game of deadly winks and won. Hey, Big John. <laughs> yeah? Is Mayor Park, Oh, hi, it's the mayor. How you doing there, mayor? Hello, Buster. Yeah, he sounded like he was expecting somebody else. Well, I wasn't exactly expecting somebody else, mayor, but for some reason or other, I did think that you might be Yuki. Yuki? Yuki Butcher? Yeah. Oh, she... I haven't seen Yuki for a couple of days. I wonder where he's been. 
Uh, he was over here yesterday, Mayor. <laughs> hey, Mayor Pumper, did you ever hear of a game called Tiddlywinks? Tiddlywinks? Oh, yeah, sure, lad. I used to play it all the time when I was a youngster. As a matter of fact, I can remember back in my younger days when I was courting a very beautiful young gal named Cecilia Rollcutter. <laughs> On a Saturday night, we used to sit in her parlor and pull the library table up close to the heat roller and uh, play tiddlywinks. <laughs> oh, ooh, them were the days, lad. Them were the days. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Oh, I will never forget the very charming and beautiful Cecilia Rollcutter. When I met her lad, it was a case of love at first sight. Say, I'm hearing something about you, Mayor, that I never did know. Cecilia Rollcutter. I never heard you mention her name before. Uh, how come that uh, you never did ma marry her? Oh, well, it's a long story, Buster. A long, sad story. You see, Cecilia Rollcutter was the youngest daughter of old Fred Rollcutter. Old Fred owned a little bakery shop down there on uh, Bay Miller Street, you know. Oh, Mayor, are you going to tell us about what it was like when you were young? Yeah, I'll tell you about it. You see, me and Cecilia were in love, but her father didn't approve of me. He didn't like me because I refused to take a job working for him in his bakery shop. Well, as it turned out, Mayor, it looks like you made a wise choice because here you are, a big success in politics. <laughs> yes. The mayor of our town? Yes. If you'd gone into business with Mr. Rollcutter, all you'd be would be the owner of a bakery shop. That is, if you were still in business. Oh, they're still in business, lad. As a matter of fact, what time is it now here? Uh, it's it's four o'clock, Mayor. What? Uh, four o'clock. Good. Uh, just in time. Say, uh, switch on the radio there, lad, and tune in the station. Um, let's listen to Dick Rubel's Melody Time. Sure. Okay, Mayor. This program of music, isn't it? Yes, uh, that's right. Well, uh, how come you want to uh, listen to uh, Dick Rubel's Melody Time? I mean, what's that got to do with your romance with Cecilia Rollcutter? Well, you said if I'd gone into business with old Fred Rollcutter, I'd probably be just the owner of a bakery shop. I just want you to hear something. Well, the radio's warmed up. I think I can get station now. Yeah. That's the news up to this minute. Bill Bobbins reporting. In one moment, we bring you Dick Rubel's Melody Time. Now, listen close, Buster, and see what they say as this program begins. This is what I want you to hear. Now, let's turn it up there a little bit, Spike. It's Melody Time. Melody Time with Dick Rubel. Melody Time brought to you by Fred Rotocutter Bakery. Bakers of the fine, delicious, always fresh Arabian rye bread. Have you ever eaten a roast leg of button sandwich on lower cutters Arabian rye bread? Try it sometime. Now, let's listen to Melody Time. Hey, the girl you were in love with was the daughter of a man who owns the Arabian Rye Bread uh, Company. Hey, Mayor, why, that's the largest rye bread bakery in the whole United States. That's right, Buster. And today, if I'd gone and worked for old Fred Rollcutter in his little bakery shop on Bay Miller Street, <laughs> who knows, maybe today I'd be married to the very charming Cecilia Rollcutter and also be the president of the Arabian Rye Bread Company. Oh, my goodness, isn't that amazing? Isn't that something? Yeah, but I think you'd rather be mayor of our town than president of the Arabian Rye Bread Company, wouldn't you, Mayor? Oh, I can't say that I regret the decision that I made. 
after the very charming Cecilia Roll Cutter and I broke up, I traveled up east, and it was then that I met old Captain Squinny McGinney and went sailing on the seven seas. Well, if you had married uh, Cecilia Roll Cutter, then you never would have had all those adventures. That's right. And I wouldn't be mayor of our grand and glorious city either because it was several years later that I entered politics. First, I was with the city street highway department. I was a street cleaner. Then I went into the fire department, then the police department. Then I was water work supervisor. Then I become a councilman. Later on, I was elected mayor, a job which I've held for 24 years. 24 years, fellas, mayor of this here grand and glorious city of ours. <laughs> oh, yes. Wonderful. It's an amazing career. Yeah, mayor. But I'm, I'm, I'm bet you're glad that you never married Cecilia Rolfart. Yeah, well, of course, if I'd married her, I'd be rich. I'd be living in one of them there big houses in the high-class sex in the town. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And we wouldn't have known you either, Mayor. No, probably not. <laughs> so I'm glad that I didn't become president of the Arabian Rye Bread Company. Because <laughs> if I had, lad, I wouldn't have met you and Big John, my two most wonderful friends. Well, then, Mayor, we're glad, too, that you never became uh, president of the Arabian Rye Bread Company. Yeah, Mayor. Boy, when it comes to getting married, you sure did have lots of crochets. <laughs> well, now, lad, I still do intend to marry the very charming Widow Dilly as soon as she gets out of the hospital, you know. Oh, Mayor, now, come on. Why do you want to do that? Why do I want to do that? Well, you see, lad, it wasn't for me. Just a minute there. We just learned that there's been a jailbreak. The three kidnappers who were recently captured after kidnapping the fiancé of Mayor Plumfront, Miss Daffodil Dilly, have escaped from jail. The three kidnappers are at large hey, in the city. We'd like to warn everyone that these men are desperate. If you think you see them, report to the police immediately. These kidnappers are out of jail again. Gee, this is terrible. Mayor, do you suppose they'll try to get us because we're the ones that captured them? I don't know. I don't know, Buster. But I'm going to have to get up to my office in City Hall right away, because this is an emergency. Yeah, quick, Sparky. Get our hats and coats. We'll drive the mayor up to his office in City Hall. Well, who would ever have thought that those kidnappers would escape from jail like this? Boy, this is something. <laughs> oh, I'll say, hot dog. Yes, the kidnappers escaped. Now we'll have some excitement around here again. Hey, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> car and drive the mayor up to his office. And then we can talk to the chief of police and find out how the kidnappers really escaped from jail. Boy, I said I wanted excitement, now we got it. Whew, who would ever have thought those kidnappers would escape from jail? But they have. So it looks like we got some detective work to do again. Well, here comes Big John and Mayor Pumper. I'll see you tomorrow, kid. Come on. <laughs> 